Welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio, your source for breaking news, business trends, and economic forecasts here and abroad that impact one-third of America's economy. And now your hosts, Lou Weiss and Tim Grady. Welcome back to Manufacturing Talk Radio. My name is Tim Grady. I'm here with my co-host, Lou Weiss, and we have a very special guest today, Paul Oster, who is the CEO of Better Qualified. Paul's going to talk to the companies out there about improving their business credit rating and what that means, how easily it can be done. I think you're going to get some real surprises out of this show and find out that not only can you do it, but there are some terrific benefits to doing it. Before we get to Paul, I'd like to get to my co-host, Lou Weiss, find out what happened last week, what's coming up next week, and what's new in the news. Lou? Well, first of all, I'd like to let you know that I am on vacation and how dedicated I am to this, that I'm on the show anyway, in spite of it. So um, it's beautiful up here on Cape Cod, as it always is, and um, I appreciate you letting me be on the show. <laughs> Got to have you here. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's a, it's it's a must-have. Um, last week's show was our global uh, show featuring our uh, correspondents from around the around the world. Roy Slow reporting from the UK about the UK, France, and uh, the, the rest of Europe. We had Chung Wang reporting on what's going on in uh, Southeast Asia and China. And Norbert Orr from Strategis uh, with his uh, PMI Global Report that he reports on 18 countries, I believe is the correct number, from around the world. Uh, So it's a lot of facts, a lot of stats, and uh, it seems as though that the world is improving, uh, except maybe in Russia, North Korea, uh, Puerto Rico is not doing real well right now unfortunately, due to the hurricane, um, now they're, <clears throat> excuse me, now their $70 billion bankruptcy debt probably just went to over a hundred. Uh, but our hats off are to the people in the, uh, into the Caribbean and hope, hopefully they'll all survive it, uh, in the outcome. A couple of news items. Um, it seems as though, that uh, new STEM centers are opening up around the country uh, for military families. And they did, uh, uh, they've been doing that in partnership with Raytheon and the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. And they are involved in the STEM program, science, technology, engineering, and math. And uh, they are uh, bringing in military family youths to give them uh, an opportunity to see what other career paths are available to them uh, aside from perhaps college, which is becoming a pariah. Uh, That said, uh, the next item that we have is uh, Foxconn. Uh, As many of you already know that Foxconn is a, a Taiwanese electronics company that builds the iPhone. And they're opening up in uh, Wisconsin. And uh, Wisconsin is uh, really giving themselves high fives for the fact that they uh, made the best deal that ever of anybody where we heard that before. And what they did was they have given a 
$10 billion tax credit to Foxconn to open up to give, at the inception, 3,000 new jobs and perhaps will rise to the level of 13,000 jobs. The one flaw in the ointment that I haven't quite figured out yet is that that $10 billion that they're giving them in tax credits is also the same amount of salary that they're going to be paying to their employees. So the state of Wisconsin gives Foxconn a $10 billion credit, and they then give that $10 billion credit to salaries of all of their employees. So I'm not sure where where the big plus is, other than the fact that people aren't walking the streets looking for jobs. So um, I need to do a little bit more research on that, but there's a kind of a kink in it. I, I don't quite get it. Do you, are you, do you know anything about this, Tim? Uh, I have followed the story, and because I uh, was born and raised in the state of Wisconsin, I, I'm going to That's why Yay! I asked the question. <laughs> but, but I'm not sure how these states do it. I know the $10 billion is spread out over a period of years. And I think there's some question as to whether or not it prevents in the deal Foxconn from pulling up stakes and leaving the state halfway through the deal. I'm sure there's a couple of wrinkles they've got to iron out. But uh, all in all, this is the kind of deals that states are cutting these days to bring big manufacturers into the USA. Well, that's uh, that's true. And uh, that's a good thing. But um, who's paying for it? And it sounds like the government is paying for it, which means you and I are paying for it. So, That's right. We, we yeah, so we, <laughs> right, right. So we, we have to come back to this story, and maybe we need to get a guest on to give us a, a better and fuller explanation about Foxconn. Uh, another, uh, another item, um, as a result of the uh, hurricane, uh, we have a, a state, uh, U.S. statewide impact on freight, our logistics program. Um, mat- material and goods are stuck, flooded, turned over, rotting, and so on. So the over the next uh, few months, as much as 7% of the U.S. truck fleet could be diverted from normal commercial activity to disaster relief. So they're not even being able to transport goods and services uh, around the country, which could have an impact impact on um, our ISM reports going forward um, and our GDP and so on. So, again, that's going to be something that we're going to have to be uh, watching out for. And I recommend if anybody is uh, uh, concerned about this, as we all should be, I recommend that you go to JOC.com. Uh, which is, um, I forgot what it means. I don't know. It doesn't make any difference. It's JOC.com. And they have all the information you want to know or ever want to know about freight, logistics, and so on. Uh, so the our next item and probably our last item um, is the fact that uh, – the, the STEM program uh, for Girl Scouts, which is similar to what we talked about a few moments ago, uh, that the Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts of the USA uh, are bringing into their program uh, vocational skills to teach 
young girls so that they are not stigmatized to the fact that they have to become a mommy and stay at home and grow grow kids and uh, soccer and all the rest of that stuff, which they will do anyway. But the point is that they're trying to train these young girls for a opportunity to take a look at career paths that may be different than their uh, growing environment. So that's uh, uh, not a lot of news, uh, but these are all important uh, uh, aspects of what's going on this past week. Tim? Thanks, Lou. That's uh, interesting information. We'll certainly have to follow what does happen with the purchasing manager's index number that the Institute for Supply Management measures every month, because clearly Mm -hmm. there is going to be an impact. So we'll follow up on that. And let's do this. Let's slip in a couple of commercials so we can Uh, get our advertisers on the air with us before we go to our guests, and we'll be right back. Manufacturing Talk Radio will be right back. Elevate your career and stay ahead of the curve with EISM. Brought to you by the Institute for Supply Management. EISM is the first on-the-go lifestyle-compatible learning initiative in the industry. It features hyper-short 15-minute modules and guided learning courses that can be completed in as few as three weeks, just right for you or your team. It's the world's largest one-stop online learning shop for supply management. Register today at ismelearning.org. How do you keep your business humming? Where do you go when you're looking for quality suppliers of new equipment? Components, MRO supplies, repair services, or even raw materials. 30 years ago, you would have turned to the Thomas Register. Today, those big green books are better than ever at thomasnet.com, industry's leading platform for product sourcing and supplier discovery. You can easily find that local machine shop, national distributor, OEM, or any supplier having the right quality certification. Fast and free. You can even get to specific products, components, or downloadable 3D CAD drawings simply by entering specifications or part numbers. There's a reason thomasnet.com has become the go-to supplier discovery tool for procurement professionals and engineers. There's simply no other resource like it, and it's all free. Go to thomasnet.com today and see how top-notch supplier discovery doesn't have to put a dent into your bottom line. All Metals and Forge Group is an ISO 9001 AS and EN 9100 manufacturer of open die forgings and seamless rolled rings in alloy, carbon, stainless and tool steels, aluminum, copper, titanium, and nickel alloys. Visit us at steelforge.com or call 800-600-9290. Welcome back to Manufacturing Talk Radio. Welcome to this segment of Manufacturing Talk Radio. I'm Tim Grady, and we have with us Paul Oster, who is CEO of Better Qualified in Eatontown, New Jersey. He's got some very critical information that Lou and I are going to be chatting with him on, and that is about your business's credit rating. Paul, welcome to Manufacturing Talk Radio. Well, thanks for having me on. We appreciate you being with us. Where would you like to start? This is a very interesting subject and critical to uh, business owners of all size, not just small but large, but I'm sure a lot of small and 
middle market listeners who are out there in their businesses really want to hear this. So, Paul, pick a subject that uh, you'd start with if you were sitting across a desk from them and saying, this is why you got to do this. <laughs> well, what we saw about 10 years ago was that most small businesses to mid-sized businesses have no idea how business credit actually works. Um, including ourselves. Uh, you know, we walked into Bank of America uh, to apply for a line of a, uh, credit, and we were literally kind of laughed out of the office. Um, and that's when we started to take a look at our own business credit and how it worked. Um, and, you know, here we are 10 years later, we've developed a uh, platform to help other small businesses uh, maximize the benefits associated with uh, having an established business credit score. So, Paul, is there a a checklist, a step-by-step process that they go through with you folks? There sure is. Uh, the first 30 days uh, of our program is actually called the compliance phase. Uh, and where a lot of small businesses uh, make their first mistakes uh, is when they're registering their business with the Secretary of State's. Um, there's oftentimes errors uh, when, when they're doing that. Um, especially along the way, if they've opened up a second office or if they've moved, uh, most of the time they fail to update uh, the Secretary of State. Um, not being registered with the 411 directories, uh, using your cell phone uh, as your business line, um, using a Gmail or, or Yahoo email as your corporate email. These are all red flags uh, that will tend to make it very difficult for the uh, business owner to obtain financing uh, through their business credit. Interesting. That's not. I mean, I can understand it, uh, Lou. This is fascinating. But why? Why uh, it is? Uh, why is it that the fact that you have not notified the uh, Secretary of State that that would negatively affect your credit standing? So within uh, Dun & Bradstreet, it's it's one of their parameters that needs to be, all the information needs to be 100% accurate and congruent uh, across all platforms. So if it's not, it, it just has a negative impact uh, against your uh, Dun & against your Paydex score. So it's not only used for um, financing. You know, that score is, is looked at, uh, you know, what is the business's acumen? You know, are they going to be around in uh, yeah. 30, 60, 90 days? Right, uh, right. So when that information is, is incorrect, it, it's a red flag. So is this something that uh, perhaps our government agency is remiss in telling people that when there's any kind of a change that you must notify us? This is a, there's definitely a gap um, and lack of information uh, from the SBA uh, to small business owners uh, because we do this from here to California. And, and I'm telling you, 90% or higher of the small business owners uh, that we talk to, the first thing we do is we ask them, what's, their, what, what's your paid score? Right. What does your business credit look like? They and don't know what you're talking. No, about. they look they're deer in the headlights, right. <laughs> um, or they think that their <laughs> they think that their FICO score somehow has to do with their business right. credit right. score. So, um, what ha the the unfortunate part is that most small business owners, uh, and I'm sure you know this, um, you know they they tend to finance their business 
through their personal credit cards or personal loans. And they have no idea. You know, we, we talk to people that have been in business for 20 years. And they're still personally guaranteeing, uh, you know, equipment and, and furniture and, and loans right. when they don't have to. You know, right. all they'd have to do is establish that business credit, uh, show the revenues coming through the, the corporation, uh, and they wouldn't have to personally guarantee anything. One, one of the things that uh, – I've been in business uh, 45 years. And one of the things that uh, I've heard over and over again, and you, you mentioned Dun & Bradstreet, uh, Dun & Bradstreet is always viewed by the organizations that have bad credit as a bad resource. Yeah, oh, don't listen to Dun & Bradstreet because they, they don't get the right information. Or uh, we don't give them information, so they don't have the right information. And of course, that's all bogus. And uh, so... Why is it that the manufacturer or organization or company don't understand or haven't been advised how the whole process works? And is that what you're all about? That's what we're all about. So the information and the education, and we get a lot of, oh, my God, you know, I didn't know that. Are you kidding? Oh, we get, you know, and that's within the first three minutes of the conversation. Yeah. Um, And then we simply say it all starts with pulling your Dun & Bradstreet. So, you know, uh, Equifax and Experian, TransUnion, everybody's trying to jump in, in the game now, Fundera. Um, these are other credit reporting agencies. But, but like the FICO score, the, the, the go-to score right now on the business credit side is the Paydex score. Right. So we pull, we pull through uh, Dun & Bradstreet, and most of the time they have zero. Or even worse, they've had, you know, UCC filings or liens against their corporation, sure. and they have no idea that those negative events had happened against their corporation. And it also used to be that at one time with Dunham Bradstreet, if you did get a poor report from a particular vendor or you had numerous bad reports, that Dunham Bradstreet, you you were able to report to Dunham Bradstreet that I don't understand why our pay decks is so low. And they said, well, because you have a couple of bad reports and you were able to dispute it. And they were able to, they gave us, and I remember going back, you know, three decades that I had, uh, was given the names of those companies that were giving us bad uh, references. They don't do that anymore. Nope. So it's really, again, up to the small business owner. You can still dispute the items, but you're going to have to show some type of proof uh, on your end or lack of proof um, that the event never happened. Or was fixed or corrected. Exactly. And part of the problem, like with, um, you know, the consumer credit bureaus themselves who do a terrible job at maintaining and updating uh, and making sure that the information is accurate and verifiable, Dun & Bradstreet doesn't do a very good job either. And one of the things that we see, especially with franchise models, uh, I'll use ServPro as an example here in New Jersey. I don't know how many different franchise uh, owners are with ServPro. But what happens is somebody files uh, a negative report against one serve pro and they get it wrong or it's not the right serve pro and it winds up on 10 different serve pros. And and again, unless they're uh, managing and monitoring their their scores and their reports, the the small business owner has no idea. Understood. Understood. Uh, 
would it be to anyone's advantage with Dun & Bradstreet, for example, to educate their customers or educate those who are uh, uh, listed within their Dun & Bradstreet structure that there are certain things you can do to fix, alter, uh, correct, and so on? Absolutely. So one of the conflicts that I've seen um, is Dun & Bradstreet uh, has a uh, name that they sold to a third-party company. It's called the, the Dun & Bradstreet Business Credit Builder. So they're kind of in the same game that I am. Um, and they, you know, they get away with some, I want to say, misleading and false advertising uh, because people think if they're using that uh, company, it's Dun & Bradstreet when it's really not. Um, but Dun & Bradstreet themselves, um, again, the SBA, look at how many, I, I don't know how much you know about the um, rise of um, these merchant cash advance companies and how many small business owners have taken out these. They're like payday loans for your company. Um, they're, they're not considered loans. So some of the APRs are triple digits. Um, it's actually uh, an advance against future um, credit card uh, transactions. Right. And these companies are borrowing this money, and it's really tough to get out from underneath that uh, financing. Most of the companies have to do what's called a reload, um, and a reload and a reload just to keep themselves afloat after they take their first loan. And what kind of interest rate is being charged for this? Anywhere from 30 to 100%. Sounds like a good deal <laughs> for the mafia. Yeah. For, some, they, for somebody, it's a good deal. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and so, I mean, you've seen, uh, you know, the, the commercials are all over, uh, Cabbage, um, uh, some of the other big ones I'm trying to think of off the top of my head. But they're really not a good uh, source for the, for the merchant. And, and it's really hurting. So, and, and this has been going on for a couple of years now. And to me, there should be some type of public service announcement from the SBA exactly. or Dun & Bradstreet or, or uh, Experian and to say, don't do it. Or you better really fully understand really? the terms and conditions before you sign on the bottom Maybe line. Maybe they ought to come up with a new word like usury. <laughs> it, it, it's there. It just doesn't <laughs> apply because, uh, again, uh, technically these are not loans. So that's how they get away with it. So if uh, – any of our uh, listeners and audience would like to get a better understanding of what you're talking about. How would they get a hold of you uh, to get some good insight? Yeah, the easiest way uh, is to go to our website, which is betterqualified.com, uh, or they could call us at 888-533-8138. Can you repeat the number again, just for those who didn't have a pen handy? <laughs> sure, the number is 888 8138. And uh, when people call you, do they, are they assigned an agent or a counselor? Or it, That's exactly how it works. So they're assigned an account manager that will work for them. Uh, our program is 12 months. Uh, the good news about business credit is you can actually build your business credit much faster uh, than you could build your personal credit score. So that's another big uh, uh, myth that uh, most small business owners don't understand or they're, they're confused about it. So let's say, you know, might, maybe this is your second business and things didn't go that well right. uh, the first time around and you actually did some damage to your personal credit score. Well, 
for this business, you could build the business solely on your tax identification number and never have somebody check your personal credit score. Uh, when you uh, are dealing with a new, new potential client, can you go through the steps of how you go about engaging with them and helping them and give us some idea perhaps of not asking specifically, but some idea of what the cost is for them to do this. Sure. So again, within the first 30 days, we make sure that the business is uh, all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Everything is 100% accurate uh, on paper. Um, then we start to uh, get them uh, credit through vendors. Um, within about three months, we will have them at a paydex score of an 80, which is considered a perfect uh, yeah. business credit score. Correct. Uh, the scale for, for business credit score on the paydex scale goes from zero to 100. So within three months, you could be at an 80. Um, after you establish your um, credit, 30-day net 30s, um, then you could start to apply for gas cards, credit cards. Within about six months, you could walk into a car dealership uh, and purchase an automobile uh, with your tax identification only. Um, you get a corp code, you register it, you insure it through your corporation. Um, again, a lot of uh, uh, confusion around commercial insurance. People say, oh, my commercial insurance is so expensive. Unless you're using the vehicle to transport, you know, uh, high value merchandise or people, um, you're going to pay about 10% more uh, with a corp code for commercial insurance. So it's not that much different uh, than your personal uh, insurance carriers. Uh, so are you saying that commercial auto insurance, for example, is cheaper than personal? No, it's about 10% higher. 10% higher. Yeah. Okay. 10% unless again that vehicle is going to be moving um, you know again very valuable equipment uh, right. and or people then you're, you're looking at or petroleum uh, or dynamite yeah, right. <laughs> so once we look at the uh, and we speak to the merchant this is a comprehensive uh, approach we want to make sure that they do have a website that is in you know it looks good it works because believe it or not lenders look at that because, again, they want to know what the, the acumen is yeah, of, of this. And in today's world, if you don't have a good website, you're in trouble. Right. Um, so if their website isn't up to snuff, then we can help them you know, with that. If they have uh, needs through marketing, uh, whether it's search engine optimization uh, or digital marketing, we can help them with that. But just for the business credit part of it, uh, it runs files run about $1,000. One, one of the things that uh, when when we're in our primary business, All Metals and Forge Group, uh, we have a contract with Dun & Bradstreet, and uh, we can pull a report. It's an unlimited report, unlimited usage. And one of the things that I've uh, grown accustomed to is that uh, the, the, the business report itself, as far as I'm concerned, is worthless. I don't care if the wife is the secretary or the treasurer or she's a homemaker or whatever the report gives out. I do look and have been looking for decades at only at the pay decks. Yeah. However, I also look at the, uh, the purchases that you make because a pay decks of 80 is terrific, but not if you're buying $100 worth of merchandise. 
Uh, it doesn't impress me that you do pay a $100 invoice. I want to know how you handle a $100,000 invoice. Yes. So it is important that when you look at the pay decks, you've got to look and see what the pay decks is based on, on how many dollar transactions. Is that something that you convey to your uh, users? 100%. Yeah. So uh, just like anything, the more you use it, the higher dollar amounts that yes. you're putting through, um, it's going to help you build a, a better profile. Right. Um, and business owners also have to understand, like yourself, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, requests for proposals uh, in government work or, you know, some contracts, they're going to look at your business credit score. And sure. if you don't have one where you haven't put uh, these experiences uh, through there, then you're in trouble. And, you know, unlike your personal credit score, if you open up a credit card, 99% um, of the time it's getting it reported to the credit bureaus no matter what, whether you like it or not. Yeah. On the business side, unfortunately, a lot of times those experiences and purchases and finances aren't reported. And it, it, it might just come down to the simple fact of asking the vendor or the creditor to report it, and they right. will. Um, so a lot of businesses aren't getting the credit that they should be getting, even though they are you know, financing things through their corporation. Right, right. Um, it's, uh, it's difficult enough when you start a new business, uh, but to establish, uh, your credit rating, of course, is, uh, uh, the ultimate basis of whether you're going to be, how soon you're going to be successful and how soon you're going to be able to build a credit, uh, credit score. Yeah. And uh, again, we all know the statistics about how many small businesses go out of business. It's a very high um, number. What's it's a very high today? number. And the number one reason is uh, the lack of access to capital when you need it the most. Yeah. So you cannot ask for credit for your business when you need it. <laughs> it's like asking wow, for an umbrella when it's raining out. Yeah. You know, it's very tough to get an umbrella in the middle of a rainstorm. This is true. So the idea, in Texas. <laughs> the idea is to build it. Um, early and have it ready uh, for the rainy day um, because again if you walk into a bank or, or you or you have to uh, buy a new piece of equipment you're, you're going to wind up personally guaranteeing it yes. um, when you don't when you shouldn't for you know for I hope everybody understands um, if you personally guarantee something and, and you, you you close your business and you, you could claim bankruptcy they're going to come after you personally uh, sure. for those money. So that you have to, have to, have to separate your business and personal credit as soon as possible. What, uh, I don't know if you know the answer to this, what percentage of uh, businesses today are not creditly, credit established? It, like I said, 90% of the merchants, when we pull their uh, yes. They have nothing, or they have negative information, or right. they have a couple of cash experiences, yeah. um, you right. know, for a couple doesn't hundred bucks. Doesn't help. Um, so 90%. That's huge. It's tremendous. So, so Paul, you... on the, Paul, on the D&B report, the D&B yep. reports that I have looked at have been largely ghost towns. There's not a lot of information there. How does the business owner get information there. I know one way would be to ask the vendor to report, but can you ask D&B, &B, go out to these five guys and get information from them? Yes. And the idea is also 
to go through uh, vendors and creditors that we know report to Dun & Bradstreet. So just having a paid X score of an 80 is, is only half the battle. Now you have to use it um, and you have to get those experiences on the report. So it doesn't look like a ghost town. Um, and over the past 10 years, we've established uh, a nationwide network of creditors that we know report to Dun & Bradstreet and, and the other bureaus uh, also. Okay. Dun & Bradstreet still is number one. They're the premier. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like the FICO, you know, the Maybe paid wrongfully. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Now, does the does the lending institution may seem like a silly question, but I have to ask it anyways. Does the lending institution pull a D&B and pay real attention to it? Oh, absolutely. Unless there's going to be a personal guarantee, that's the only way or one of the only metrics that they will have uh, to make the decision of not only, uh, you know, how much money they're going to lend the company, what type of financing, what, what are the terms and conditions going to be? Um, that's where they're going to get that information from. And if they don't have any information, then they're not going to get the loan or they're going to personally mm-hmm. guarantee it. Going back to right. your point, going back to a point earlier in our conversation, um, and we deal with manufacturers all over the country. And, uh, you know, if, if it's a large transaction, we've never done business with them. Uh, frankly, we ask them for credit references. We don't call them because, you know, it's it could be their mother or their father or their aunt Tilly. So we, that information I find is, for the most part, worthless. So we call that we look up uh, their information on, on Dun & Bradstreet. And, you know, we come back to them and say, well, Dun & Bradstreet report didn't show, you know, a glowing uh, a report for the dollars that you're looking to purchase. Well, we don't give information to DMB. The point is that people don't know that you don't give necessarily, I mean, you could, but you don't necessarily give information to DMB. They have their ways of getting information that apparently there's a lot of people have no idea that this whole thing is going on under the surface that yeah. you don't know about. Yeah, they're, they're, they're data aggregators, and these right. companies are pulling information on us personally as consumers right. and all of those corporations. And, and you're right. Then Dun and Bradstreet and the other uh, bureaus are extracting that data. Right. So I, I think that, and there are a lot of companies that have been in business for a long time that don't have any clue on this. So there really needs to be a way for these companies to be aware that they're mistaken. They don't know uh, the fact that this information is be co- being collected with or without their knowledge, and uh, especially a new business, you know, they don't know. Well, hopefully they listen to your show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> then they'll and, get the information. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope they'll be listening to this one. And uh, I think that uh, being that some people may have just tuned in now, why don't you give us your contact information again so that uh, there are some of our listeners can Sure. Picks up some valuable information. This is uh, Paul Oster. I'm the president of Better Qualified. We are business and consumer credit experts. And for anybody who's listening who would like, uh, I will uh, provide you with your Dun & Bradstreet business credit report for free. Uh, and we'll give you a, uh, an analysis of uh, what we think uh, you should and shouldn't do. Um, and you can call us at 888 888- 
888-533-8138. That number again is 888-533-8138. Or visit us. Uh, our website is betterqualified.com. And you're located here in New Jersey. Corporate is in uh, Eatontown, New Jersey. Okay, but you deal all over the country. All over the country. Great. So all you people in Texas, if you've got some credit issues going on right now, uh, you got to give Paul a call. Matter of fact, that's a good I'm line for <laughs> Call Paul. Call yeah. Paul. <laughs> that's better, better call do. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Paul, I noticed that that one of the things that is consistently absent from a DNB report is the company's financials, and I noticed that most companies are very reticent to give DNB their financials. How much are they hurting themselves? Um, They're hurting themselves because, again, how how is somebody going to make the decision – in the absence of, of that information. So whether you're going to uh, do it under a separate uh, cover with tax returns and financials, um, that's one thing. But uh, in the absence of, of that information, it becomes very difficult to make a decision on, uh, again, how much money, uh, what type of financing is going to be provided for the company. Well, I have to butt in on this one because I've been in business 45 years and I have never, ever given Dun & Bradstreet my financials. Whether they were good financials or bad financials, my feeling was it's not important that they know the, the value of the company, they know the equipment that I have and all that. The only thing that they really need to know, as I do when I'm checking credit for our customers, is how well do they pay their bills? Yeah. And what's the historic, uh, uh, the historic story on how they pay their bills? And I, again, I don't care if uh, Mama is the treasurer, or the secretary of the company. I want to know how you pay your bills. That's why I switched from uh, the uh, business report to the paydex report because as far as I'm concerned, that's all that matters. Yeah. Well, the, the only problem, and, and again, being in business for 45 years, you know, kudos to you. That's a tremendous accomplishment. You might not have to do it, but as someone who has only been in business for a couple of years, yeah. um, I might want to know, what their financials look like uh, because even though historically up until that point, they've paid their bills on time. Okay. Are they on a slippery slope? Are they, are they taking financing at this point to plug some holes or are they taking their last breath? Uh-huh. And that could be, uh, you know, the difference. And again, dealing with somebody like you, I don't think I, I would ask to see your financials either, but um, if somebody was in business for, you know, 18 months, two years, I might ask to see their financials. Uh, that, that's a valid point. That is a valid point. Tim? Well, this has been terrific information. I think it's uh, far more critical for our listeners, uh, manufacturers, service companies, whatever business you happen to be in, to maybe give a better qualified a call, you know, call Paul, 
at the uh, 800 number that they've got and at least go through the exercise of finding out where you stand. I think that uh, they're really missing the boat. Probably the most important point that you make, Paul, is that they don't have to tie themselves up personally or maybe better stated, they can untie themselves personally if they establish their business credit. Is that right? Well, that, that's the most important message for any small business owner. The sooner that you can uh, untie uh, uh, the two, the business and consumer uh, credit profiles, the better off you're going to be. Um, and, and here's something also. This is something that the, small, the business owner can do themselves. You don't have to hire uh, a company like Better Qualified to help you build your business credit. But it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, you build and sell your widgets. I build, monitor, and manage business credit. So we're good at it. I've done it thousands of times. Um, you know, we have a proven process and a model that works. So if you have the time uh, to do it yourself, then your business might be in trouble anyway. But I, I don't have a lot of time. It's, I couldn't do something else. Uh, you know, this is all we do. So it is something that they could, they should at least know where they stand today. If you've never looked at your Dun & Bradstreet uh, report, you should look at it today. You know, don't wait. Um, and you might be surprised. There might, you might be okay. Um, or you might be surprised and, and not be okay. Um, right. But the not knowing is the worst thing that you can do. And that's, it's the same holds true for consumer credit. Uh, people assume that they have great credit when in fact there could be errors or mistakes or things that are on the reports that are haunting them. So well, unfortunately in consumer credit, you know, things like you applying for a credit card is a negative to you. Yep. And, and I never did understand that. So um, I'll give you the, the 30 second uh, reason why inquiries hurt your scores. Okay. So, uh, this all comes down, again, to data and the, the bean counters that I call them. Um, it, it's the same. Why does, why does your credit score affect your insurance premiums? Right, um, exactly. So what they looked at is um, someone who has six or more inquiries within a 12-month period, and that's not a lot of inquiries, right? As a small business right. owner, right, I have, I have a lot of inquiries. Um, but for somebody with a thin profile, a younger person, and they have six or more inquiries uh, within a 12-month period, they are 15 times more likely to file Chapter 7 bankruptcy within the next 24 months. And that, once they prove that... That is staggering. It's staggering, right? Staggering. But once they, so once they prove that, now they FICO says, okay, every inquiry over five or six within 12 months, you start to lose points off your credit score unless you have enough other open active trade lines. You have a long storied uh, positive credit history to offset it. Small side story. 50 years ago, a cousin in my, of mine and myself, we were like 17, 18 years old. We had a contest. Who can get the most credit cards? <laughs> <laughs> and, and once a month we would check, all right, take out all your credit cards. And we'd right, them right. up. But I guess they weren't doing that in those days. <laughs> no, this, the, game, the game has changed a lot over the past yeah. 10 years, um, for sure. And it continues yeah. uh, to change, uh, you know, every day. By the way, I lost. <laughs> he was older. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Paul, I've got another uh, aspect uh, to share with our listeners or that you should be sharing with our listeners. Um, and I'll give you the, it's another cousin story. Like Lou had a cousin who did something. Um, I had a cousin who was looking at buying a business and he gave me their three years tax returns to do an analysis on to see whether or not he should buy the business along with some other information. And my recommendation to him was run, do not walk to the nearest exit. He ended up buying the business anyways. Uh, He was out of business within 24 months. He had tied his house to the business. He lost his home. They came after it. What he probably never looked at, and maybe what didn't exist, was a very solid D&B report on that business, which might have increased the value of the company he was buying, or, or at least proven it to be more solid. I've got to believe there are business owners out there who don't understand that the value of your company could be increased by a very solid D&B report. Would that be accurate? Oh, it's very accurate. So um, if, if you're going to sell a business that has access to you know, $500,000 uh, in corporate credit, that's that much more valuable uh, of a corporation at that point. And does that corporate credit go with the tax ID number with the sale of the business? It, it can. Um, it doesn't always because a lot of times uh, in the sale of the business, uh, people close uh, bank accounts and, and, you know, there's a kind of a fresh start. Um, but with mm-hmm. a little bit of, of work uh, during the sale of the business, you could actually just transfer everything um, to the new owner. And, and that's really where this becomes very uh, powerful um, to have that corporate credit go along with the uh, the sale of the corporation. Fascinating. Fascinating. Paul, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up this segment? Well, again, I think the most important message uh, for the small business owners is, um, you know, don't live in the dark. You need to know what what your business credit uh, looks like most of the time. Fortunately, it's it's going to be a ghost town like you had mentioned before. Uh, They're going to have a zero paydex score, but that's a great thing because, again, you can go from a zero to an 80 um, with enough experiences that we can help you build uh, within, you know, uh, 90 to 120 days, three or four months, where you can now, uh, the corporation's credit can stand uh, as a separate entity with no personal guarantees. Yeah, powerful stuff, powerful stuff. Well, Paul, we certainly appreciate you being on Manufacturing Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on. I enjoyed Thank it. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. And we've been speaking with Paul Oster, who is the president of Better Qualified in Eatontown, New Jersey. We suggest you get a hold of Better Qualified and find out what your D&B report looks like. You get a free copy of it and maybe invest a small amount of money and improve what your business looks like. We want to thank everyone for listening to this segment of Manufacturing Talk Radio. Well, Tim. Paul Oster was uh, interesting with his uh, better qualified uh, uh, agency about the nation's credit repairman, which is his uh, slang nickname. And uh, I think that uh, you were right from the beginning of the show that you thought there were some very interesting things that uh, people should know about on how to either fix, correct, alter, 
and improve their uh, credit rating, which is all all too important. We put a lot of we put a lot of uh, stress on that in regards to our businesses, as I do with All Metals and Forge Group. Next week we? we have we have Tim Fiore, who's the chair of the Institute of Supply Management, uh, and he's the uh, uh, the Business Management Business Survey Committee who is going to be giving us the PMI for September. That's the Purchasing Managers Index, which, if I had a bet, uh, has gone up significantly for the month of September. And I'm only relating that to our uh, metals company, All Metals and Forge, that things have picked up for two straight months now, and it's rather significant. We also have Chris Keel, who's the Managing Director of Armada Corporate Intelligence with the Credit Managers Index Report. And the Credit Managers Index Report is very important in terms of the way companies are uh, running their financial aspect of the business and how their customers are paying their bills. And it gives us great insight into what's going on financially at the business level within the U.S., so uh, that's uh, going to be an, an interesting show as usual. And Chris also is our uh, local humorist. He has a uh, very good sense of humor. Uh, I wouldn't give up your day job, but uh, I was only left. I was only kidding, Chris. Tim, it's all yours. <laughs> Thanks, Lou. And we appreciate everyone listening to Manufacturing Talk Radio. All of our shows can be found at mfgtalkradio.com. Be sure to visit us there. Listen to any of the podcasts you want to listen to. Check out our new segment or, I, or new section where I bring new news in that section. And we appreciate you being on the air listening to us or listening to our podcast wherever you may be. Keep in touch, and we hope to hear from you. Send us any of your comments at info at mfgtalkradio.com and we'll be back with another episode very soon. Thanks for joining us on Manufacturing Talk Radio. You can hear our next broadcast each Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at mfgtalkradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>